Hello everybody and welcome back to my podcast. This is Rent Free with Mackenzie Davis. I'm sorry I didn't have video last week but I'm back and I'm back in Blacksburg if you couldn't tell. Um, the semester starts tomorrow or I guess the day after tomorrow because Martin Luther King Jr. Day is tomorrow. We are currently getting 20 inches of snow so I'm trapped inside. <laughs> um, Quite literally, there is like this much snow outside the front of my door and we have like a covered stoop. So it's like that bad. Earlier it was like hailing and just being crazy outside. This week's podcast episode is going to be sort of like a question and answer, but I like doing these on my podcast instead of my like actual YouTube videos just because I feel like I can go a lot more in depth about how I feel and why I feel that way. I guess I could do that on a YouTube video, but... It just feels more natural like on this format. First question that someone asked, I'm pulling directly from my TikTok by the way. This is your question. I might have already answered it. I'm just going to go back over some of the ones I've already answered that I feel like people ask over and over again. And I'm also going to try to answer questions I haven't answered before. Is running comps and making a presentation hard? And I would say no. It's a little bit tricky to figure out the first time that you do it. But once you do that, it's completely like fine and you will understand there's great websites for running comps i use re or no what do i use it's called like rdl or something like that um i would have to double check on that but it's a website that just runs your comps for you it helps you pick them it's a really great resource that i've used for every comp i've ever ran and then for listing presentations once you make one you can kind of just keep that same template and alter it for anybody else that you come across. Asked, would you get paid more if you sold someone's home compared to buying someone a home? So yes, if you're the listing agent, you're actually setting the commission price. And even though there's a pretty standard rate for most people, you still can choose your rate. So it's usually like 5% or 5.5%. Um, so 3% goes to the listing agent and 2.5% goes to the buyer's agent. So working as a listing agent, you do end up making a bit more money. I also asked if my brokerage offers mentorships and they said that they were just starting to look for a broker. And well, the broker that I'm at that I just switched to doesn't offer like a direct mentorship by the book, I guess, definition because... Um, like the broker I'm at now is virtual. So in order to have a mentor, I guess you would have to be in the same location as them. And we can't really do that. But instead, um, I offer like mentorship services to anybody who comes on the broker underneath me. So like, I will give you my phone number, you can call me whenever, text me whenever, FaceTime if that works, like I'll literally help you through whatever it is that you need help with. But I would not like receive a commission for that. The other nice thing about my broker that I feel like is cool is that I and I mentioned this in my last podcast is that because there's revenue sharing if you bring on another agent you want them to do well and so you're going to do everything in your power to help them and that's something I think is really cool because everybody just works together. Someone asked me which package it was that I chose at the CE shop and I've definitely mentioned this before but I did the value package. And that package came with like all the study materials and the entire course that you need to take. Um, so I definitely recommend that one. I'm sure that the other ones are all great too. And they all definitely include the class. So 
if you're looking for something very bare minimum, then I would go with that. But I personally did the value pack and I couldn't say better things. This is just a statement that someone said, but I feel like <laughs> it's funny. And it says like, look up what percent of real estate agents actually make it in the business. You will reconsider 100%. And while that statistic might be true, I hate people that leave comments like this because it's so bitter. And like, you need to be your biggest advocate and like work hard for what you want. And I feel like anybody who tries hard enough can really make it work. I know that there's always unforeseen circumstances and you do need money to start and you need to have savings and stuff like that. So that's always like gonna create outliers, but I don't know, I think people quit too soon. Like, I don't know, you just really gotta try pretty hard. Someone said, do you recommend starting at a national broker like Keller Williams, Coldwell Banker, or a local one? I started at a local broker and I really, really liked it because I felt like I got more direct attention than I would have if I were to be at a bigger broker, but I don't have that experience to say that that would be how it is besides like other realtors that I've been friends with. So like Keller Williams, I've heard is really great for new agents because they offer some good new agent courses, but then they say the split gets kind of ridiculous as you go on. Um, I personally just picked a broker that had a fair flat fee and went with it and I was really happy, but I don't have a great like connection with that broker. Not that anything bad happened. I just like only met him once. So I decided to move on to something a bit more expansive. Um, and now I'm at like a national a national, a national brokerage. And I kind of want to turn this into like a reading hate comments podcast and like proving why they're wrong because I get a lot of hate comments. So this guy goes, realtors are useless slime. Won't sell the person's house for a good price because of your money. Don't mix your house and others money, which I just think is like so weird to even say because like the house price, like the house price that you are selling the home for has absolutely nothing to do with commissions. And the seller always has less closing costs because they're getting a large sum of money. And so they're not going to pay as much out of pocket as the buyer is. So that's why it's on the seller to pay the commissions. And personally, knowing what I do now about real estate, I could have never listed my own house. Like, I don't understand how people do for sale by owners unless they're actually in this business because it just is so hard. Like, I would, I just would have never known what to do. And so what we do is definitely valuable. Like if you can figure it out on your own, props to you. But like, I, I just couldn't. And I don't think that that makes us slimy for like offering a service for a price that doesn't affect the seller or the buyer. I mean, the seller is paying the commission, but like, it just doesn't make sense to me. That doesn't have anything to do with their price of the home. Someone asked um, how you usually send the application fee. And I'm assuming they were talking about with rentals. And most rentals nowadays use like Rent Spree or some other rental service where the applicant will actually put all their information in there. They'll pay the fee online. And then you don't have to deal with any paperwork until after they get approved. Whereas some older fashioned companies or leasing offices will use their own forms and you actually you actually have to submit a check or a security deposit type thing before you can um, even get reviewed which I don't really like as much obviously because it's more work for me but at the same time it's more work for the client so it's just annoying. If I get licensed in one state and move to another a couple months later do I have to redo everything? So yes and no. If you're getting licensed in a reciprocal state, so for me, Oklahoma and Pennsylvania are reciprocal to Maryland, so I could go there and just take the state exam for that state instead of having to retake the entire class 
um, and the national exam. But if I went to any other state, then yes, I would have to um, do all of the work over again, including the course. And that is sucky, but it's true. Someone also asked if you have to be licensed in the state that you're like living in and you don't. So like if I wanted to just go get my California license, I could totally do that even though um, I don't live there. The only difficulty you might find is when you sit to take your test in person. Like I feel like a Maryland testing center is not gonna have a California real estate test. You might have to like special request that or I don't even know if they'll do it. So you might have to like go to the state of California. I don't, I really don't know though. This is another like, I felt like kind of snarky comment. This is definitely turning into a hate comment. So that's gonna be the title of this episode, but that's fine. Cause I think that's funnier anyway. Um, so this girl says, my boyfriend's in real estate and works 8 to 7, Monday through Friday, and 10 to 3 on Saturdays, so this isn't accurate. You still have to have a broker that requires you to be in the office. That was on a video of me talking about how I went to my broker's office one time for 10 minutes because I was dropping off a check, and how they don't require me to be in the office and never have. And, okay, like, that comment, I don't know who that is or where she's from, but it... I just really hope your boyfriend finds a new broker. <laughs> like, I am so sorry because wherever he's at, that sucks so much. Like, I've never once been required to do anything with my brokerage. And I can say the same since moving brokers. Like, it's up to you. You're self-employed technically. You're an independent contractor. So you do what you want to do. And like, if you have someone in making you be in the office for what sounds like 11 hours a day, like... That is absurd and I don't even know what you could possibly be doing for that much time a day because it sounds like they're giving him like busy work or like like ridiculous work and like maybe they don't have office like agents like people that like work in the office um I don't know I just like yeah I'm sure that's the case in some brokers but not good ones <laughs> like you don't want to be in a broker if it's making you do that stuff and when I responded she said I know I just don't want others to think this is how it'll be for them too and it could possibly be a lot more work which is valid, but I still have, that's the first person I've ever heard of that is required to be in the office, so. This guy was fully hating on me so much. Same one as like I read earlier about like not sharing your money, but then I responded and then he continued to just like roast me or try to at least. And he's like, also aren't the commissions in really 3% for selling 3% to the buyer? So if one realtor represents both, they get 6%. And I was just like, the house price is based on comparables in the area, not the agent's commissions. And then he goes, no fucking shit, read. I'm saying and you're making a sale because of your interest, not your clients. I just, ugh, I can't, I can't. Like, what do you want me to say to that? Like, obviously I got into this job because of my own interests. I think that everyone does that with their job. Like, I obviously love selling people houses and I love helping people buy houses and it's really rewarding for me and for them and it's like so exciting to see people so happy and like I love that part of my job but did I get in the job for money yes <laughs> I I don't know like wh who doesn't work a job for money would I do this if I got paid nothing I mean I did in the beginning <laughs> but probably not like I don't think anybody would work so hard just for no return unless there was some sort of internal like incentive or I don't know I just feel like that is a really weird comment what's the first step you'd recommend for someone getting into real estate pre-licensing class I said this last week 
too, but I feel like people often think that pre-licensing means that it's not required because it's not licensing class, but pre-licensing class is licensing class. It's required. That's the class you take to get your license. So definitely do that and do it at the CE shop. One comment that I'm telling Tim Sands that you posted this and I think that's really funny because that's the president of my school. Feel very bestie. I honestly have no idea what that man does. His house is on my campus and I've never seen him one time. So just gonna leave that there. He's also like been shaded a lot lately because he's not doing his job. Have you made any big purchases or treated yourself since becoming a real estate agent? <laughs> so I did two things. One, one thing I did was over the summer, I saved $50 from every commission that I made so that at the end of the summer, I could one, buy myself back to school clothes and two, treat myself to like a spa day. So I ended up, I think, saving a good amount of money. And then I went to the salon one day. I got a haircut, I got my nails done, both toes and hands, I got a massage and a facial, and I got my eyebrows waxed. So I did that for like one day. I really love self-care. I think it's crucial and I don't usually reward myself like that. So it was really nice to have like something for myself where I could just sit down and do that. And then um, the other thing I did, which was like a big purchase, I guess, was that I got lip injections. Um, I need to get more soon. <laughs> I love lip injections. I just have the most flattest upper lip like before I got lip injections you couldn't even see my upper lip I really loved like having something there and so you might not even notice because I did get them pretty natural like I did not get a full syringe um and I think I might do a little bit more next time but those are like my pretty big purchases that I've done to like treat myself someone said closing million dollar deals and still logging with the parents I don't believe it first of all <laughs> most of the videos that I make are just like hypotheticals like I think of funny things that are relatable to realtors and I make videos about them I don't necessarily always mean that those things have happened to me sometimes they do sometimes they don't um and I think most people realize that like I'm not being literal in everything that I say um I've never sold a million dollar home I never have I was saying that for the drastics of the video um I'm sorry if people are like offended by that but I totally like hope that I do I mean I'm manifesting that for myself but like I have not done that yet and the second thing is like yeah I could live on my own and I do for nine months of the year but like when I go home from college I want to live with my parents because I'm 20 years old like yeah, I could live out and do whatever I want, whatever, but I don't really care that much and it saves me so much money. <laughs> so I hope to buy a house when I graduate college, but you know, like let me live, Fessy. I just don't get why people judge for that kind of stuff. I had one question I was going to answer and then finish it off. Um, basically, someone asked me why I would even go to college if I was so successful in real estate, basically saying they didn't believe that I was successful in real estate. And number one, I was already in college when I got my license, so I'm not going to just quit and waste the money that was already spent. And then number two is there's a thing like called having like multiple goals in life. And I've talked to you guys about this so many times, but just for that hater, like I want to be a therapist. Yeah, so... I think that's it for my like question and answer for this week's episode. I feel like I'm really running out of ideas right now. I try to go off of what you guys ask me in the comments, but sometimes it's like not enough to talk about for an entire episode. 
So if you have things that you want to know, I do have a guest coming next week and then hopefully I'm going to be able to interview my mentor um, in another week from now. I don't know because it's the beginning of the semester. Uh, I see him every day, but it's like we're both pretty busy. So I'm going to try to do that because I really want to offer like another side to my life, like the graduate school perspective. And my professor has been at Virginia Tech for 52 years. So I feel like he can give a lot of advice on that aspect of things. Um, he doesn't really know much about my real estate life. He knows I'm a realtor, but like other than that, nothing crazy. So yeah, I think those are good ideas and I like having guests and everything, but I really want to appeal to what you guys want to know. So if there's any questions or things that you guys want to hear from me specifically, please, please let me know. Um, my classes do start tomorrow, but this semester is going to be really, really chill for me. I have three classes, no class on Monday, Wednesday, or Friday. Um, I'm working the same job as I was last semester, and I think the only thing that's, like, unpredictable for me is the fact that I'll have graduate school interviews, and I don't know when or how many I'll be having. I should be hearing back, fingers crossed, this month about where I'm getting interviews for, but if I don't get any emails, then I'm not going to grad school. No, I think that I will. Um, I actually just got an email from one of the schools that I applied to, or no, I got an email from LinkedIn saying that one of the schools I applied to viewed my profile, and it's like one of my number ones. So I was freaking out. Um, but I will definitely keep you guys updated on that because that is something that's huge and so exciting for me. But I'm really excited to finish up my college degree, even though it's so bittersweet. Um, I just finished sorority recruitment and we welcomed like 60 new, beautiful, amazing girls. And I'm just excited for this semester and I'm really hoping to continue to grow on YouTube. So thank you guys if you're new subscribers. I know I have quite a few of you here. Um, and then if you're obviously listening on Spotify or Apple, which is where most of my viewers come from, I love you guys a ton. And I will see you guys on Wednesday with a new YouTube video. Bye.